is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Burnout Brighter Podcast. My name is Matt. I'll be your host for this evening's events. This is episode 125. I'm joined, as always, by my wonderfully lovely co-host, Darren. Hello, Matthew. How are you today? What a weird way to enunciate that, that, that sequence of words. Uh, Destiny is not joining us today because it's her birthday. So she's doing birthday stuff. She's taking some time to herself. So everybody, if you're listening uh, on the day this comes out, there'll be a couple days after Destiny's birthday. But still, hit her up on Twitter, DM, at DNBC32. Shout her out with some birthday love. And we'll see her back here very, very soon to continue our ridiculous tomfoolery. On this week's episode, we are going to be talking about a 2022 hype check. What's coming out this year? What do we think about some of these games coming out this year? What is actually going to make it this year? We're going to do all of that to talk about. But Darren, before we get any deeper in to this DPDP podcast, uh, what's new? What's been going on, buddy? How are you doing? I've been good. As you can hear from my... I I don't know where I was going with that hello today. I really don't. I, I, <laughs> I apologize to everyone who had to listen to that. Um I um I'm good though. I'm good. Uh I uh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. been just kind of chilling and trying to tell myself mm-hmm. that I should not be playing Final Fantasy 14. I I should play something else. Um but then I just But then keep, what happens? I keep coming back, Matt. I keep crafting. Mm-hmm. I keep leveling my crafters. <laughs> I I I picked up a pugilist to try out some pugilistness uh and okay. uh, i just got monk because pugilist turns into monk. How's, how's the pugilist monkey endeavors it's okay so far uh it's very weird i okay. was playing ninja i leveled ninja matt all the way up to 80 and when i thought about wow, leveling it from yeah i know right when i thought about leveling it from 80 to 90 I just decided I didn't want to do that because I wasn't having fun playing it. I got it all the way to level 80 to decide that I don't want to play it anymore. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's a, that's a normal way to handle things. Let me spend way too much time on this thing and decide how many hours roughly, Darren, do you think it took you to get to level 80? Probably like 10 or 12. So you could have played like the a Forgotten City three times over you could have played uh, uh, plenty of other games multiple times or some games once and instead you spent 10 to 12 hours on an activity that you then decided you didn't really enjoy that much anyway yeah yeah i think that's how they get you that's how they get you uh they got me good uh and so i'm trying mm-hmm. to erase that memory by spending another 10 to 12 hours leveling another job that hopefully i won't feel was a waste of time in the end so I have uh, to ask, Darren, because you've the, you, you've now leveled like a few jobs, right? You've yes. spent some time in, in a bunch of different camps. What is yes. your favorite job to play? What's your favorite one? Well, uh, it's kind of mm-hmm. a tie. It's kind of a tie. Uh, I mean, I have a special... Of the like, bow I, variety? The bow variety? Is it a bow tie? Is it a, a bow, bow tie? tie? Oh, no. I mean, if I played bard, that would be like the, the best freaking pun ever. Uh, but unfortunately, I don't play Bard. Uh, I play White Double Mage. Double dang it. Uh, Motherfucker. White, 
white mage is probably my favorite just because i'm a smooth brain boy and i like dumb dumb jobs where i don't need to think for myself um okay and, and white mage is like the simplest of all the healers and i really enjoy healing uh because it gives you something to do and worry about other than just like hitting a rotation over and over and over again um Mm -hmm. because you have to worry about keeping people alive and you have to like think on your feet and it's really enjoyable and white mage is just like very powerful as a healer um and uh yeah i mean other than that i also like dancer because it's another smooth brain job and i look pretty and i like to move around a lot and i don't have to stand still and i dance and that gives me the time to like focus on the boss uh so i don't like screw up the entire team because i was like focused on doing damage and then i died fair enough okay cool i like it <laughs> um and then other than that i actually i think I, you tried it out too but i've been playing some deep rock galactic nice yes um i started playing it uh and it's really addicting actually like i don't normally like those kinds of games i don't think where it's like very much like a free-to-play feeling game even though it's not a free-to-play game and i don't think there's any like currency that you can buy in the store i think it's like an actual game but it's set up with like a battle pass and stuff like a triple a game but like there's something very addicting about being a dwarf who likes rock and stone and he hits big rocks and shoots big guns and collects gold and upgrades himself it's fun it's amazing because that that game i kept hearing about and then it's one of our playstation plus games uh this in this month of january um and it's wild because like i saw the developers tweeting out about how like they were like starting to blow up when like before playstation plus i heard a lot of good things and after playstation plus they went from like five million players to over 10 millions their thing like more than doubled Holy in crap. terms of player count after they after it came to PlayStation Plus. So a lot of people seem to be connecting with it. And like, yeah, I've spent some time with it as well. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's like, it's not a game that I'd play by myself, but I enjoy playing it with friends. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I don't ever want to play it solo. Like, I'm sure it's fine. Mm-hmm. And they have a cool mechanic where like, if you do play solo, you take a drone in with you and you can command that drone mm-hmm. to kind of like replace the fact that there's no teammates. So it's playable solo, but like I'm only playing it because it's the cooperative experience. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt, what what have you been up to? Uh, I've been up to a whole bunch of stuff. I continue my journey with God of War PC. Thank you, PlayStation Canada. Uh, it continues to be awesome. I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, we'll have a review up soon. I've also been play. I continue Eastward. Eastward continues to be downright fucking adorable, but also weird. But also like I can't, I can't figure out where this game is going and what's happening. Uh, oh, and cool. I love that. I love how strange it is. How like Sam, one of the main characters, is a- like absolutely melts my heart with her animations and how cool she is. And like I, I'm really, really enjoying Eastward. Um, nice. And then I've also, I've also played about 15 minutes of Fract which is a PSVR game that I've heard incredibly good things about. And I picked it up because it was on sale. Uh, And like, I haven't gotten like VR motion sick in a while, but after about like 10 to 15 minutes of that game, I basically like ripped the headset off my head and almost like puked on my floor. uh, Cause I, 
because a well a i tried to be stupid and been like i can make it i can make it i can make it and i did not make it um but like it's been a while since i've played like an action-oriented game like that in vr so granted like my my vr sea legs aren't as strong as they used to be and i'm already prone to motion sickness but also there isn't a, a ton of accessibility features in fract uh like right. there aren't like more, some of the more heavy blinders and stuff that you can put on to kind of try to mitigate that which a lot of games offer but fract doesn't have that um regardless like the game is really really cool like it's a very like actiony or like it's almost like a james bond movie like you start by like you know um skiing down a mountain that has an avalanche behind you and then like there's like you like land on this thing and you have to start shooting guys and stuff it's it's really really cool but like i'm definitely gonna have to like rebuild my tolerance before i continue that game because it almost messed me up so like do you think it is the game or do you think it's just your tolerance i think it's my tolerance the game definitely doesn't have enough options for someone who is prone to motion sickness like a lot of the other games even like the walking dead uh saints and sinners when i messed around with that again it's like a very action-oriented game there's a lot of free movement but you can also set the blinders up and you can kind of turn on a bunch of stuff to make the experience uh less in your face right away right. fract doesn't have the same level of of of, uh, of accessibility when it comes to that yes um, okay so it's like sorry but it's also uh, just me not being it's also just me not like, like I said, I haven't played VR in that way in a while. So like, I'm right. also not where I should be with it. So it, it's twofold. Like, right. You know, right, right, right. Sorry. I, I just want to ask. Cause like, I remember when this trailer came out during, I think it was a state of play. It was announced or something like that. And it looked really, really good. Like from the trailer, like the mm -hmm. trailer showed really well. I was really curious about it. How does it like, you've played it a little bit, I guess. Do you have like an mm -hmm. opinion on how good it is compared to something like blood and truth? It's really cool. It's a very different experience. Like this really does feel more like, like a James Bondy type esque thing. Like blood and truth is very much like a, here's like a you in the mafia kind of thing. Like you're, you're right. in it. Um, but it, it plays really well. Like I had no graphical issues. It looks really pretty. It has like this really cool cell shaded art style to it. The gunplay feels great. Like, the movement feels awesome. Like there's a lot of ways that you can kind of like, you know, quickly move around the levels. So is it's it really like cool. It's really well done. Is it like a full yeah. game or yeah, is it yeah. like a, like a more of like an on rails kind of thing? Like, you know, a lot of PSVR games tend to be more like experiences rather than like full games, like something like Resident Evil seven would feel like. So like how complete and I don't know, big does it feel? Well, from what I understand, the game takes about like three and a half to four hours to complete okay um so it's on the so it is a, a bit is on it, it's on the shorter end but it does feel like a full game like it's like i'm like it feels like i'm working my way through levels it's not just like here's like a you know here's this one thing you do then you do this next thing then you do next thing like when you get to the part you have to move around the levels you can explore you can find different stuff if you're depending on where you're looking like it does feel like a full game so okay. like it's it's i again like it, like the the problem is myself as much as it is the game uh, so I kind of have to rebuild my tolerance uh, before I continue on with it. But um, I really enjoyed what I played. And then my body just decided to to go against me. And the last thing <laughs> that I want to mention, like, I don't enjoy uh, it. My, but yeah, my body's like, no more, no more of this. And like VR sickness can stay with you for hours. So once yeah. I hit that point, I was like, no, I'm done. I'm going to go do something else. Um, <laughs> I hopped back into Final Fantasy 14 just for a little bit. Uh, still great. Still working my way through Heavensward. But the last thing I want to mention is I finally started Peace Walker um what that's not a peacemaker weird... peacemaker no 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 peacemaker peacemaker 
Okay, I was like, you just randomly started playing a PSP Metal Gear Solid game? No, 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 no. That's my that's a Peacemaker, <laughs> the James Gunn, the James Gunn, you know, and uh, what's it called? John John Cena, Cena show. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, really, it's really stupid, but I'm really enjoying it so far. Like, I just finished the second episode, uh, so I still have a couple more to catch up with before I kind of, you know, I'm I'm all caught up. But like, acting is really solid. The action's been great. Like, it's really stupid. It's really dumb, but it feels like very authentically James Gunn and John Cena has been killing it. So I'm enjoying it for what it is. I've heard good things. I've heard really good things about the show. Yeah, I think you'd like it, Darren. It's 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 really solid. So like, I'm going to continue on with that. But yeah, that's basically what I've been up to. But Darren, we're here to take a look at the year of the Lord 2022 because we are going to be taking a, a bit of a gander. We're going to we're going to look at it and see what's kind of what's upcoming, what we know is coming this year, what we think is coming this year, what we think might be delayed out and just kind of do a bit of a hype check. See how we feeling. Are we excited? Are we ready for this year's ridiculousness? Because God damn it, Darren, it is upon us. It this is. shit show is about to begin. January, February, and March are already jam-packed full of shit. Yeah. Um, My mouth is wide so, open, and I'm ready to shovel in the trash. No, you're not. You're a filthy liar. You're just going to keep playing Final Fantasy XIV. You're going to ignore <laughs> everything else that's come out, and you're just going to keep playing Final Fantasy XIV. You <laughs> fucking liar. You're going to keep buying games, and you're not going to finish <gasps> any of them. You're going to have one game finished this year, and it's going Don't to be Final Fantasy XIV. Don't call me out like I that, am. Matt. I, I, I don't like it. <laughs> so let's start in January because we're already off to a good start. We already had, you know, God of War PC came out, which was, you know, for a lot of people and it continues to sell well. I think it's like it was on number one on the Steam charts for the last couple of weeks. So people really seem to be, you know, digging and enjoying it. Uh, for the rest of January, we have Pokemon Legends Arceus coming on January 28th alongside uh, Uncharted Legacy of Legacy. 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 <laughs> Of Thieves Collection, which is, you know, Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy combined. Uh, and that's kind of what we have for the rest of January, Darren. is is Are you excited about any of these? Or does, do any of these kind of tickle your pickle? Do they excite you? How do you feel about what we have coming for the rest of January? Uh, well, no, see, like January for me, and I don't think I, I normally... January is like the precursor to to the big stuff and it's always like that february mm -hmm. march that's when you get the juiciest morsels uh january is the appetizer and i don't feel hungry enough for an appetizer i think i'd like to just move on to the main course because those are nice but that's not why we're here we're here for the steak and see darren I Go ahead, finish your finish your dinner analogy. Let's see where this goes. I was gonna say maybe Pokemon Arceus is something that Arceus Arcus um, <laughs> is something that is maybe something that other people might like. I heard through the grapevine some good things about the game, despite it looking like Breath of the Wild through a pixelator <laughs> yeah i i'm so i'm genuinely excited for pokemon legends arceus i'm happy game freak is doing something new and like yeah as darren's mentioned uh through the gape grapevine the gape vine the, uh, the game the, the gaping vine, maw of the, rqs 
<laughs> our cues. Um, yeah, the game's leaked, so you can play it on, on PC or if you have a homebrewed Switch. Um, so there's been a lot of chatter uh, online about people playing it already, and people seem to be generally kind of, um, you know, people seem to be excited about it. A lot of people are saying it really does feel like Monster Hunter, but Pokemon. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to kind of dive in, and I'm excited for Uncharted as well. Um, I, I am excited to kind of jump back in and check those games out once more, uh, playing on the PS5. And plus, Darren, I don't know if you've heard, but there is an incentive to pick this up, Darren. What? More so than ever before. What? If you if you buy this game, Darren, or if you upgrade to this game, Darren, you get a free ticket to the Uncharted movie. What? Which is imminent. Yeah, that's what they're really? doing now. So, yeah, so if you buy it or if you upgrade to it, you get included a a free ticket to the Uncharted movie because I guess they really want people to go out there and see it. Uh, so they're literally giving tickets away and I'm really curious as to how this kind of plays into box office numbers and so yeah, on and so that on. Like smells if they, like desperation. If they, like if they sell a copy of the game, does that, even though the tickets included, does that count as a copy of the, the is that, does that count as a ticket sold as well? Yeah, you know what I mean? This, like that's some like straight up shady bamboozling of the box office. Bamboozling. <laughs> this box office yeah okay so anyways well i'm excited about the games the movie is going to be what the movie is going to be um let's move into february darren because there is a hell of a lot happening uh between life is strange remastered dying light 2 i know a lot of people are excited about ollie ollie world sifu uh we got kingdom hearts coming to switch in in cloud form um we have the second season of call of duty Warzone starting starting we have dynasty warriors 9 we have king of fighters 15 we have horizon forbidden west on february 18th destiny 2 the witch queen the latest expansion on february 22nd um we have martha is dead which i know you're very excited about on february 24th <laughs> uh elden ring is coming out february 25th nobody cares about that game uh and then evil dead the game is supposed to also be coming in february without an actual release date as of yet uh, and the rumor and Steam Deck is supposed to start, you know, coming out around that time as well. So there in February becomes an utter shit show. Because like for me, I'm genuinely curious. So I'm excited because I, I want to try Life is Strange Remastered. I missed the games the first time around. And I feel like this is a good opportunity to jump in because I keep hearing how fantastic True Colors is as well. Dying yeah. Light 2 I'm excited about. I'm excited. Like I, I wasn't a massive fan of the first one. But, you know, with this one being 500 hours long. Uh, I'm excited to kind of give it a whirl. Like I'm very curious to see. Did you not? Did you not see that? No, I did. I'm just laughing at how absurd that number was. I mean, obviously, there's no way it's actually 500 hours. I think that was a Lord hyperbole. No. Uh, but <laughs> just can you imagine? Honestly, if a, I found out that a game was actually 500 hours long, I wouldn't play it. I just would not Darren. play that game. Darren. Oh, for God's sake! How long did Final Fantasy games? 14 take you? <laughs> <laughs> that's the probably difference. literally not that that probably is literally not that far off if you add up the base game plus the expansions without all the farming and the other you know you know stat rolling bullshit i would assume it's probably somewhat close yeah no okay no no i think that if you were to just go through the story of final fantasy 14 as it was released just the main story quest you could probably do it in like 200 hours or less 
Okay, like, so you're saying 200 hours? Hold on. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to how long to beat. I want to know. Okay. I want to know. They might. They you, you might have to go to each expansion individually. I don't know if they'll just do like a. I will. I will. I will. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I'm gonna, um, I got my calculator so up. I'm gonna add this, these together. The si the single player Darren is mm -hmm. ranges from 107 to 1,556 hours. Okay. Oh, oh my gosh. So, um, this gets this gets hard. Okay. Was it, so when they because, say the single player, you're just like for Final Fantasy 14, like as a whole, not the expansions, or you can't say just around the board. If I'm if I'm reading if I'm reading this right, Heavensward is a full first proper expansion, right? Okay, hold on. Yeah. Um. So we have Final Fantasy 14, 14, Heavensward. Then we have Stormblood, and I'm kind of like yeah. I'm omitting the 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 stuff in between. Yeah. But like that also will add in a significant amount of hours. No, no, no. Okay, I think that's included. Say, I think that's included because that counts as part of the. So, so Darren, this is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna take a look at just the main, just the main story, which is what you quantified, right? Just mm -hmm. the main story, and I'm gonna take the average. Does that sound fair? Oh no, because <laughs> the average. No, I'm gonna is take gonna the average, like... not the rushed. Okay, okay, not the rushed, and or fine, I'll take the okay. median. No, that median, no, that that works way less. I'll give you the average. average. Okay. Okay. Fine. 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 Okay. Average for just the main story, because main story and extras and completionists and everything yeah, yeah, that yeah. obviously yeah. skyrockets. Just the main story. So. Yeah, this is based definitely definitely the podcast. That was this was the plan for the podcast, but very quickly. Uh the main story, the average is 114 hours for Final Fantasy 14. Okay. Okay. 114 plus another 70 for Heaven's Word. Okay. Plus another 63 for Stormblood. Okay. Plus another 50. I'm gonna call it 60 hours because it's 59 minutes, 45, 47 minutes, 47 minutes, 59 hours, 47, 60 hours. We're gonna call we're gonna call Shadowbringer 60 hours. Okay. And Endwalker another 50. Okay, that's 350 hours. 357 okay. to be precise. That's a lot. That's a lot. Anyways, but no, <laughs> I'm like I'm curious because Dying Light 2 seems like a genuine improvement in every yeah. just like in every single way. I'm I really am curious to see how much the story is actually going to change, how your yeah. relationships can actually affect what's going on with the you know the different factions and the game and stuff. Um, I'm stoked for Sifu. It's one of my most anticipated games this year. That game just looks badass. Um, and then Horizon Forbidden West, I'm really excited about. I genuinely think this is going to be a huge step forward for Horizon as a franchise. And then Elden Ring, as I've mentioned before. I'm my current plan is to not play it, but everybody knows what a sucker I am for hype. Um, so we'll see if I eat my own words uh, in about a month's time. But Darren, what? And then obviously, my Steam Deck reservation is still showing a shipment as of the end of February. Okay. okay. So I might get it. I might get it in you know February, March ish. So you know, knock on wood. Okay. Um, but Darren, tell me, what are your thoughts on February? Where are you at on all this? Because there's a lot of games going on here. Yeah, February is getting closer to the meaty steak. That's what that's where I'm at. Because um, yeah, again, Horizon, great. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, no, uh, Horizon. Uh, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. That was that was a, okay. That was a jest. That was a jest. Um, no, like out of the games you mentioned, like I am not as interested in a lot of them. I am like, mm -hmm. I will not be playing Dying Light 2 and I will not be playing uh, Sifu probably, although they both look very good. Um, but Horizon Forbidden West, massive. Elden Ring for me, 
is my big game that I'm really excited for. Like that makes February massive already for me. I've heard that uh, Elden Ring, they estimated the main story at 30 hours, which is like to co- to, mm-hmm. to to compare that to Dying Light 2's hyperbole of 500 hours, Elden Ring's teeny weeny 30 hours for main story, which we know is a lie. It's actually going to be way longer than that because uh, mm-hmm. uh, you usually just like run around all over the stuff. Like I'm, I need to play the games that I have on my back burner and get them done because I really want to be there at launch for Elden Ring because I know I challenged you to see who could beat Elden Ring first, I think. Something around there. I don't know if I said those We had exactly. something like that. Um, oh my god, no, we did have a bet. I have to buy, I have to buy this fucking game. <laughs> uh, I can't also, remember what the bet was now. I think it was like, yeah, who was going to beat it first because I play games really slow, but I have much more experience with from software games. Right. So you wanted to see if you could beat it before me. You're probably going to play like Spellcaster or something. And I was going to be like a melee or a dex build. So I couldn't rely on spellcasting. You're right. Um, yes, you're right. Okay. That's so... bet, bet is back on. Never mind. Get hype. Elden Ring. <laughs> but I'm also going to be busy with school. So we'll see. But um, and also just a side note, this doesn't make February big. Uh, but I am curious about the Evil Dead game still. And that's still on for February. So we'll see what happens there. Is that a day one for you? I'm not trying to like a gen- I'm genuinely is... asking. Like if the Evil Dead if you... No, absolutely not. No way. Okay. <laughs> no effing way is that a day one for me. I got to see if that's actually good before I decide if I want to buy that. So for February then, is Elden Ring your biggest day one then? Is that, oh, is that your yeah. only day one? Oh yeah, that is the only uh, actually no, for Horizon is Oh, see, it's tough because I don't have a PS5 yet. And I would really like to mm-hmm. play Horizon Forbidden West on PS5, but it's probably going to still be a day one for me on PS4 because I really like the first game. I want to play it. Mm-hmm. So it'll probably be day one as well. Nice. Yeah, I think for me, um, Dying Light, I'm probably Dying Light's probably a wait and see for me. I'm really curious about it, but I don't know if I'll buy it day one. <laughs> Sifu, I'm there for. Sifu, yeah, like I, cool. I can't wait. I'm, I, I'm really, really excited about Sifu. Uh, yeah. And then Horizon, um, I'm, I'm gonna guess, I'm gonna review it. So that's a day zero for me. <laughs> got a PS5 um, for a reason, right? <laughs> like, yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming, hopefully, PlayStation Canada don't smite me for saying this, uh, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping I'm gonna be reviewing that. Uh, and then, like I said fucking elden ring now i'm back in i was i was starting to fade out um but now my hype's been reinvigorated and I'm, and I'm back um so like i'm gonna have quite a bit to play over the course of the next month or so because pokemon i'm gonna like try like uncharted i'm going to like rip through because like i've already played them both pokemon yeah. is going from what i'm hearing um can take anywhere between like 30 to 50 hours seemingly so some leakers are saying that they're like 40 hours in and you know with an estimated completion time of about 50 hours right we'll right, see right. how true that is once the reviews actually start rolling out uh and then yeah between like i'm assuming sifu is probably going to be like a 10 to 12 hour thing at most i don't yeah, anticipate some, yeah. it being longer than that i could no be way. wrong I'd be um, but then horizon horizon is going to be i feel like this is going to be it's going to be quite a bit longer than the first one i feel like it's going to be a big meaty game to try and get through before uh elden yeah, we'll ring see. We'll see. 
Um, and I know a lot of people genuinely are very excited for uh, Warzone Season 2 and Destiny 2, the next expansion of the Witch Queen. Uh, a lot of people that those, are not That's us. not really our... Sh- yeah, a lot of people that aren't us. I, 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 you know, I just want to mention it, that it's there, um, yeah. but it's not really for us. Uh, and then Kingdom Hearts, I don't know, dude. A cloud version for me on Switch just sounds like the biggest fucking turnoff. Like, I don't I want know. it. I agree. I agree. That's why I didn't even bring it up. Like I, I would love to have the collection all in one and I think switch portably would be fun, but like the fact that they ported the PS4 version of every single game, when we know that the first two collections can run on switch natively they were ps3 games i have them both i have 1.5 and 2.5 for my ps3 that's where i got my like i have where is he he's right here come to me i have my little heartless my little heartless shadow plushie from the collector's edition of the 1.5 2.5 collection for ps3 um but like cloud screw you square enix bite me yeah especially because i'm assuming that that is going to be a very expensive set of games that you can buy like a genuine like all in collection on pretty much any other platform for a fraction of the cost darren i have to apologize um to 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 nis america because this well also by the way i'm pulling from gamesradar.com who have a video game release date i'm so thank you gamesradar for doing that but also fuck you games radar because you missed a very important game that i'm incredibly excited about coming in february from nis america monarch is launching february 22nd and that is a that is like a new jrpg that's been out in japan for like a little over a year now i think and it's like it's done by a bunch of ex persona developers which is obviously why i've had my eye on it um so that's coming february 22nd um so what game? yeah that's going to be monarch I said Monarch. Oh, I thought Mon- I don't know. I yeah, okay. You did. Yeah, Monarch is coming out. Uh, so I'm stoked for about that, um, which is going to be in between Horizon and and uh, what's it called, Elden Ring. So when I when I get too mad at Elden Ring, I'm going to very easily just hop over and play Monarch <laughs> instead. Um, so I'm amped about that. Uh, I can't wait for that. And from from what I remember, like I think over in Japan, it got pretty decent reviews. Okay. Um, cool. So I'm curious to check it out. I want to. I want a new JRPG. I'm in the mood. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about it. Uh, let's move over to March, my friend, Darren, uh, because March does not slow down. Um, we have Babylon's fall on March 3rd, which is team Ninja. Is that team Ninja's game? No, that's platinum. Platinum. It's platinum's game. Uh, and then Gran Turismo seven on March 4th. Uh, we have Assassin's Creed new DLC coming as well. We have Persona triangle strategy on March 17th. Oh, did I miss that? Oh my god, I did. Yeah, Triangle Strategy March 4th. That I'm actually very excited about. I actually really yeah. like Octopath. Uh, and I'm actually genuinely curious about Triangle. Um, we got uh, WRC10. I don't know what that is, but it's bolded on this thing. So yeah, <laughs> shout out to that. Uh, uh, the, game of the, the game of the year is coming out on March 18th. Uh, Strangers of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. Uh, we have Rune Factory 5 coming on March 22nd. Kirby and the Forgotten Land on March 25th. Along with Tiny Tina's Wonderlands on the 25th as well. Uh, Coromon has been announced that's coming March 31st. If you're curious about what that is, it's a Pokemon like we have a preview up on the channel, so go check, check that it out. Uh, and uh, yeah, in terms of like the to be confirmed, 
GTA Five is apparently supposed to be coming. The you know the P the next gen re- the next gen yeah. you know remaster whatever whatever the fuck they're doing with it. But yeah, dude, March March doesn't really slow down. Uh, tell me tell me about your feelings about March, Darren. How do you feel about March? Just as I, a month, I I feel like even more tickled by March than I think by February, despite February having really uh, Elden Ring. I mean, Elden Ring is big, but like. I don't think anything here for me personally will be as big as Elden Ring, but I think there's more there that appeals to me personally. Like, tell me I, about it. I, 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 I will tell you about it, Matt. I will tell you about it right Please. now. Please, I know you're a big WRC fan. Oh, huge! You know WRC, uh, which stands for. Um... Anyways, Babylon's Fall is a game that uh, <laughs> comes out. Uh, on uh, march 3rd um pavilon's fall i'm not super interested in i've seen some trailers i'm kind of like eh i love platinum but this looked like it needed some more time in the oven it looks a little too games of servicey for my liking um but gran Mm -hmm. turismo 7 very cool triangle strategy very cool uh you've got honestly like i'm not ironically excited for strangers of paradise final fantasy origin like i am unironically kind of excited for that game um what because it looks like so bad it's good like it looks like did you see the new trailer today there's a new trailer today i didn't see it they they released like a new like five minute long trailer like a get hype thing and does it not look good (laughs) Darren, just watch the trailer and then we'll talk. Okay. Okay. All right. But oh my god! But it, it looks like more. It looks like more of what we've seen. And I kind of love that. Is what like, I'll when, say. I, when I saw the clip of uh, the main character, what's his name, Jeff or something like that. Like I can't remember. I think his name's like Jack. Jeff. I don't know. Jack. I think right, it's Jack. Yeah. He's got some like very un Final Fantasy name, and he's talking to to um. I can't remember. It's they're talking to some other character, and then he just says bullshit, and then starts playing like Finger Eleven on his phone and walks away. Like as soon as I saw it is Jack. that, sorry, go on. Yeah, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, I don't. I, they might be doing this on purpose, but even if they're not, like, I'm into this absurdity. I'm into this weird pairing of Final Fantasy and like Dark Souls style gameplay. Like that just is hilarious. But enough about that. My actual game that I'm most excited for in uh, March is, of course, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Like, I've been wanting a 3D Kirby game for so long, ever since Kirby uh, 64 Crystal Shards came out, and it had, like, a pseudo 3D aesthetic. I'm like, I would love Kirby to, like, make a big change, because it's just been a side-scroller for so long, and yeah it looks cool it's got the weird post-apocalyptic vibes and um tiny tina's wonderland looks cool too but like i don't know if i'm gonna get it because gearbox always kind of disappoints me and i don't want to submit submit i don't want to support randy pitchford uh i'm not gonna lie darren i'm gonna trust whatever i'm gonna trust whatever it is you just said uh my mind left my body uh, as I was reading what I'm about to tell you about. Um, so yeah, Kirby looks cute. I'm sure it's going to be cool. I'm, I am, I actually am excited about Kirby as well. I haven't played a Kirby game in forever. 
but this one looks like it's going to be like a fun reinvention of, of what it is. Uh, yeah. But let's circle back around to Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy Origin okay. uh, because uh, I'm, I'm pulling from Polygon here, uh, written by Michael McWhorter. Uh, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins new trailer is brave enough to feature Frank Sinatra. Um, so that's oh, no. a start. Um, but uh, a slight, slight spoiler uh, for Final, Strangers of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Evidently, it's in the, the trailer or the developers have been talking about it. Okay. But to, to further confuse this entire clusterfuck of a situation, Jack, the main character, is mm-hmm. Jack Garland, yeah. a.k.a. Garland, which was one of the main antagonists from the original Final Fantasy. Yes. Who cre- who created a 2,000-year time loop and ultimately transforms into chaos. Evidently, this game is a retelling of that story. Of well, how Garland... No, I did not know that. Of how Garland uh, becomes chaos. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's why it's called... That's why it's called Final Fantasy Origin, because it's meant to be a prequel to Final Fantasy 1. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, and that makes the game even fucking stupider yeah. uh, in a very brilliant way. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, good God. It's weird. Anyways, I fuck me, Darren. Um, <laughs> but uh, in terms of March, I'm excited about Gran Turismo 7. I really, really enjoyed uh, coming back to racing games with Forza Horizon 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you Xbox Canada. Um, but like, I really genuinely enjoyed that game. And I'm kind of curious to now dip my fingers, dip my fingers into Gran Turismo <laughs> 7. Because I don't think I've ever actually played Gran Turismo, let alone yeah. like genuinely tried to play it. Um, right. So I'm excited to kind of give it a whirl um, because, yeah, it looks cool. Triangle Strategy, I'm actually really excited about. I like, I love that engine, and I really liked Octopath, despite mm-hmm. some issues that I had with, with the story or kind of overall. Uh, I think Triangle Strategy could be really, really cool. I'm excited to dive into Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. I kind of missed it the first time around. Um, unless, I don't know, maybe I have it. I don't know, but do I have it already, Darren? Hold on. Let me, let me play, check my PlayStation. Uh, well, it came back. It came out back in like the PS3 or PS4 era. Um, they remastered it for Persona for yeah. No, well, so didn't. this was it was the 360 game. I thought was it? Yeah, I thought it was. Maybe it was also. On Where PS3? did I play this game? I ha- I thought I thought I played this game at least a little bit. Maybe I'm just liar. Maybe, maybe I'm just, I just liar. liar. Yeah, because oh, it was on the PS3 apparently. There was a PS3. Okay, version. so but but that's maybe I own it, but I can't see it on my PlayStation app uh, because possibly the backwards compatibility is not a thing that we talk about. <laughs> I could have. I feel like it was a PlayStation Plus game, Darren. Maybe a while or ago. I bought it or, or, or I bought it very cheap on sale because of Persona. But regardless, I'm excited to jump back in and give that game like an actual try because I have heard that the story is actually pretty decent um, as kind of like a follow up to what Persona 4 Golden was. So I'm, I'm excited to kind of, you know, jump in and, and you sure. know, check the story out. Um, and then uh, what's it called? I think Midas was telling me about Rune Factory 5. Um, I'm curious to check it out. I don't know too much about it, but he seems really hyped about it. And usually, you know, him and I are pretty on the same page when it comes to JRPGs. So I'm kind of I'm curious to take a look at it. Uh, I said I'm excited about Kirby. Tiny Tina, Tiny Tina's does nothing for me at all. Uh, I don't really care much for Borderlands and this game, meh, whatever. And again, fuck Randy Pitchford. Um, and then 
I'm excited about Coromon as well. We previewed it, and it, it looks like it has some really cool ideas to be like a you know Pokemon esque monster catching game, um, with an interesting kind of what, with what seems to be possibly a very interesting story, which is always like the weakest part in my opinion when it comes to Pokemon games. Um, so I'm I'm excited to try that out. But yeah, that's kind of it. Um, April, we get into a a as of right now, April is. And kind of, you know, moving forward, we have far less actually confirmed, but let's go through the games that we know are coming before we start speculation and talking about what we think or, you know, will be imminent. Um, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga was announced to be coming out April 5th, and then 13 Sentinels Ages Rim, the Switch port is coming April 12th. Uh, I'm, Darren, I'm actually stoked about Lego Star Wars. Same. I've never been excited I've I've never been I've never much cared for Lego games. I've played a few of them, but never like I've been like really stoked on. But the latest trailer for this game got me hyped. It looks like they've overhauled combat. It looks like you know there's a lot of like flying that you can like you can literally fly into space and then kind of come back down. A very No Man's Sky like. Um, it seems like they're really doing a lot with this game, and I'm kind of baffled that it's one game that we're getting all nine you know canonical movies in in one place in in Lego. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Um, is I, I don't think that we're going to be getting the full stories i think it's going to be yeah like the greatest hits of each of the movies mm -hmm. and i'm totally fine with that i'm totally fine with that i i would they haven't announced anything in terms of co-op both local or online uh, i'm hoping that we have some local co-op because i would try and get you know sucker senna into playing this with playing this with <laughs> me because i think it looks fun yeah. uh, but also i do want to highlight i think it was polygon's article about massive crunch that happened at tt games um, and it's happening and it says like, so please just, you know, be aware of what the developers are going through, regardless of how excited you may be for the game. Uh, do your research and understand what these developers are going through to bring you this game, because evidently it's been horrible. Um, but, well, you know, regardless, I mean, I'm not surprised like support these 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 freaking Lego games come out so frequently, so often. Like this is the first time we haven't we've had like years between Lego games. So mm -hmm. I'm sure there's some some yeah. crunch happening there. Yeah, and evidently part of the problem is that it's planned crunch. Like, it was not like it was like, oh, no, we're getting into kind of the final stages. Like, they knew it was happening for a long time and, like, planned for crunch rather than trying to plan around it. Um, but, yeah, and then 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim, coming to Switch. I am started the game on PlayStation. I need to go back to it because I was really enjoying it for what it was. But I think this is a perfect Switch game. Um, yeah. I think it's going to do I think it's going to do well here because I've only ever heard fantastic things about this game. Uh, but, yeah, what about you, Darren? How, do, how does April feel so far? You took the words out of my mouth. Would you like me to put them back in? My mouth is open. Put the trash inside. <laughs> uh, let's move into May. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song is currently slated for May 19th. Forspoken is coming May 24th. Uh, and that's kind of the, the two major games that we have coming in May. Darren, tell me about your feelings about May. Forspoken. That's the that is May. Right. There are forget everything else. May's Forspoken month, unless some other companies in the coming months announce something that's going to come in May. May mm -hmm. is for Forspoken, which is a game that looks better the more I see it. But for some reason I'm still not a hundred percent sold on. And I think it's because of Square Enix. And they they know how to mess up a good game sometimes and 
some of the dialogue's a little cringy, in my opinion, with the main character just being like, oh man, it's an effing dragon, like that kind of thing. But like, I think the game looks good. It looks good. And I'm 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 cautiously optimistic for it. Yeah, I'm excited about Forspoken 2. I think my expectations actually went down a little bit and my hype was lessened slightly after the last trailer. Um, because from when we first saw this game, it looks beautiful. The, the traversal looks fluid. Like, it mm-hmm. looks really, really cool. I like the Isekai-esque setup of, like, you know, she's transported to this world that is not her own. Yeah. Um, and some of the the talent working on this game is also incredibly impressive. Um, like Gary Witta and um, Amy Hennig. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm excited about it. But the last trailer kind of made me a little bit nervous. Like, it seemed the world seems a little bit empty and it looks like as fast and as fluid as the the traversal looks like from the last trailer it looked like there's just a lot of empty space between things yeah. uh, which i'm hoping isn't the case uh but again like it's early like you know the game is still months away there's plenty of time mm-hmm. for them to kind of finish up and, and touch things up but i again darren i i'm in i'm in your camp i'm cautiously cautiously optimistic that this game is going to be really cool um but we'll see we'll see it's just a few months out do you think this gets delayed do you think Forspoken gets delayed out further has it been delayed yet? Uh, there has, there, I don't think. There no, has because been we have, we it. haven't got. No. I think it gets delayed, Matt. I think we're getting a delay for this one. I don't think they're gonna. I, hit I it. think you're right. I don't think it's gonna be a big delay for me. I think it's gonna no. be like a month kind of thing. Yeah. You think it's a big months. one? Oh, no, I think it's gonna be a couple months. Like I don't think it's gonna be big. Either. Okay. But it'll be. Yeah, it'll be I'm, like I'm I think they're curious. gonna push it to like June or july yeah yeah to kind of bug fix and finish things up i hope i'm wrong i'd like to play this game you know as soon as possible because it looks cool um but we'll find out darren uh june 22nd we have the kind of the only really big thing right now is the cuphead dlc uh um, which i'm excited i have for. no feelings darren do you have feelings i okay. do you have feelings? i mean i beat i beat cuphead so i'm ready you to did. break my controller all over again uh because it, I mean, there's just something so great about the artistry of the games, and I want to support them. And as frustrating as they are, they're very well made, and and like there's something about them that makes you want to keep keep trying. So I will be dipping in for that delicious last course. <laughs> nice. Uh, August we have Saints Row. I'm excited about it. I'm yeah. like I have. I haven't played an open world game like this in quite a while, and I'm starting to feel that itch, and Saints Row looks like it'll scratch it. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope it's going to be good. Um, November is Starfield. Oh, you're skipping Darren. over Scorn in October? How dare you, Matt? Yeah, How dare you skip Scorn? Anyways. Yeah, Scorn. Uh, November is Starfield. Darren, where is your hype out of Starfield? We've seen nothing about this game. We've seen like a couple teaser-esque things. Uh, and evidently, it is still slated to come out yeah. this year. And I'm it's still tr- on track to come out this year. Where are you at on this one? I'm not trying to beat a dead horse. Like, I'm I'm, I'm genuinely more excited for Scorn than I am for Starfield. That's not a joke. Like, Scorn... I don't looks- know what Scorn is. Okay, let's go back to... Okay, October is coming. Uh, Scorn is coming in October. I don't know what Scorn is. What's Scorn? Scorn is an Xbox exclusive uh, console game. Okay. That is uh, basically vaporware 
Like it's a game that's been perpetually delayed to the point that people don't think it's actually going to come out. Kind of like Atomic Heart, if you remember that one, where it was like, I remember you telling me about this. Yes, okay. Yeah, Atomic Heart was like this like Russian steampunk, like Russian Cold War punk, I think is the what you'd call it, game. It's like survival thing. Scorn is like survival horror influenced by H.R. Geiger, uh, alien style imagery. And it looks really mm-hmm. cool. You know, if the game comes out, it looks really cool. I hope it comes out and I hope it's good. It's at least a lot more unique than Starfield, which I will use to segue back to November where Starfield, I genuinely don't know what they could tell me to excite me because so far it just sounds like nothing. Yeah, I I don't know. I think I'm coming to the realization that Bethesda games may just not be for me. Um, I've tried playing Fallout a bunch of times. I've tried playing uh, Elder Scrolls a bunch of times and they just never really click. Even in like, VR? I know that like... Even in VR, like, it feels like they're just kind of, like, the jank and, like, the kind of buggy mess that those games can be really takes away from it. But also, like, even outside of that, I just don't find them particularly engaging. Um, no. I feel like the combat is just too lacking for what, for, like, how much, like, it's going on in that world. So, I don't know. I, I, I would like to believe that Starfield's going to be cool and like it with it you know i'm sure coming to game pass day one i will check it out but like i have no feelings about it like i'm not even like oh i'm so curious about what we're going to see about it. i'm kind of like yeah, yeah we'll see it we'll see it and i just i have no feelings i agree i'm not even curious like i i genuinely don't even care about the game right now they'd have to like really blow me out of the water for me to care because like bethesda's a development studio uh, I think it's just Bethesda Soft, Softworks is the name of the developer, has like progressively gotten worse every game they've made, in my opinion. Like they've lost creativity. They've lost like heart. It seems like they're going on this trajectory towards just like pre, like, no, not pre. The word is procedural, like procedurally generated quests and like fetch stuff. And like, they care more about the world and the lore than they care about the minute to minute gameplay. They want this like perpetual RPG that just like, doesn't end up being very fun to play. Yeah. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see Darren. Uh, And then December, the only thing currently slated for December is stalker two, which just went through its own share of controversies where they're like, we're going to have NFTs and like crypto stuff. And then everybody was like, no. And they're like, okay, never mind, JK. We're not doing that. Yeah, um, okay. I have no feelings about this. I've never played the original. I don't. I've never. I haven't really been following the second one at all. Any feelings, Darren? The first game I know is supposed to be a very, very popular cult classic, and man, that kind of audience is not the kind of audience you're like. Yeah, let's put NFTs in the game. Like it's like going <laughs> to some like, it's like going to like a taping of the room at like a cinema. They're showing the room, and they're like you can own a Tommy Wiseau NFT at the end. Like the kind of audience that goes to see that movie are not the kind of audience that wants to freaking get into cryptocurrency. Yeah. Uh, especially as something stupid as NFTs. Um, yeah. But like, you know, kudos to the developers for very quickly turning around and be like, never mind, never mind, never mind. We're not doing that. No, 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 no. We're sorry. Um, because they did. So, uh, but yeah, so that's kind of, that's, that's on the calendar, uh, Darren. I'm going to go through this uh, to be confirmed list of games that are supposedly coming out this year, but that don't have dates. Um, 
but we're not going to go through all of them because this is far too long. We're just going to pick out some of them. So, Darren, stop me if I don't start. Stop me if I miss one that you're excited about. Okay. Um, I want to start off by shouting out Bug Snacks. I love Big Snacks, the DLC. We love Bug Snacks. I'm excited to see what they're going to be doing with that uh, DLC. Um, Ghostwire Tokyo, the PC PS5 exclusive. Uh, is still slated to be coming out early 22. There are rumors of a big PlayStation State of Play happening in February. Uh, and there was some sort of leak where um, I think it was the PlayStation Store listed Ghostwire Tokyo as like a March 25th or something around that t- uh, That'd be time crazy. release date. If that's true, that game is imminent. Uh, and I've already mentioned, I'm I'm actually genuinely more excited about this game than a lot of other horror games because this game makes, seems to be uh, that you're going to be, it's pretty supernaturally and you seem to be kind of powerful in, in this world. So I'm really excited about this one, Darren. Um, you stoked on Ghostwire? Are you oh, interested? Yeah. Are you curious where your oh, feelings? I, I mean, I was more curious when it seemed like more of a straightforward horror game, but mm-hmm. it still looks really unique and I really want to see what they've been up to. Like Tango is a very underrated studio and um, it just looks bizarre in a good way. I'm in, I'm in. Yeah, me too. Uh, Stray is supposed to be coming early 2022. That is the cat game that we've seen at State of Plays. This game looks really interesting, and I'm very curious to see. Uh, I'm really curious to see more and kind of see what the minute-to-minute gameplay is going to look like. Yeah. yeah. Um, we got Cyberpunk 2077, Darren. Uh, evidently, the oh next-gen patches are Again. coming. Who knows when, but they're but they're coming. Um, we Lord Winklebottom Investigates, uh, which is a, a, the name of a game. um along with pinku cult hex mortis is another game yeah that's good uh that's good who pressed mute on uncle marcus where these games Um, there this is see this is the stuff i came for i want to know who pressed mute on uncle marcus cotton fantasy which is an interesting name for a game uh what else do we got here Moss Book 2 is also supposed to be coming in spring. I have to play the first one. I, I yeah, bought same. it so long ago and I've just never played it. Um, but that is one that I'm excited about. Uh, Cat Cafe Manager cool is a game that uh, Destiny would be into. Uh, we previewed Cat Cafe Manager and spoke to the developers and that game is cute. Um, cute. So yeah, Darren, it's very cute. For anybody who wants to run a Cat Cafe, uh, that'll be the game for you. Uh, Redfall is still slated for the summer of 2022. Uh, we still don't really know much about that outside of like the CG tra- trailer that we got, but that game looks badass. Um, very curious to actually see what it is because it felt very kind of almost like Left 4 Dead-y. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm curious to see what it is. Uh, Sonic Frontiers, Darren, is a game. It's a game. Um, that's I'll give slated it that. for holiday 2022. It's a game. I'm Darren. I'm morbidly curious about this one. This is the first Sonic game that I've been looking at that I'm just like, I actually want to see what this is. I think morbidly curious is the exact correct phrasing to uh, to say about Sonic mm-hmm. Frontiers. Uh, yeah. Little Devil Inside is also slated for winter 2022. They just looks gotta really fix cool. their damn font size because holy crap, that's some of the worst font I've ever seen in my damn life. But the game looks yep. great. Big. Yeah, the, the game looks super interesting um avatar that ubisoft avatar game is a thing that's apparently supposed to be happening in 2022 uh oh, darren uh do we actually see Bay- bayonetta 3 this year oh yeah we do no we do they they've been making bayonetta 3 for like five years it's coming and it, do you actually think it comes looks, out this year really i do i do i think 
I don't think Platinum delays their games very often, or if they do, they don't delay them very long. And like when they showed that trailer, the game looked done. Like it looked like a, a finished game. So I do believe Bayonetta 3 comes out this year. And I'm, did I'm they getting date it. Did one. they say 2022? They did. They did say 2022. Okay. Okay. Well, then well, I guess we'll see. Day one. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm uh, I'm a wait and see on Bayonetta. I finished the first one. I can't even remember if I finished the second one. Uh, and those games are fine. Digimon Survive is one that I'm actually ridiculously fucking excited about. Um, the art style looks really beautiful. And this is like a turn-based, almost like Fire Emblem-like tactics game but with Digimon. I am in. I am so in. That game was unveiled like years ago. And it's been kind of, you know, not talked about. Uh, but evidently it's supposed to be coming this year. I really hope it does because that game looks really fucking cool. I want to backtrack as well and shout out uh, okay. Chocobo GP. Because I was actually a huge fan of Chocobo Racing back on the PS1. And Chocobo GP actually looks like a proper good kart racing game. Uh, like Mario Kart's always been dominating for so long. So I would love, you know, Chocobo GP to, to, to be good. Like I want I want some more kart racers out there. Okay. Uh, Doke V. Uh, I'm very curious to see more of that game looked adorable and pretty cute uh what else do we got here fall guys still listen on xbox and switch i would have surprised i sworn that it was but evidently that's coming this year god of war ragnarok darren same question do you think we actually get that this year that one i am less optimistic of i actually don't think we get that one this year either i think that's when it's going to be delayed till 2023 i know we got a lot of good footage of the game uh last year but i based on how much the first one was delayed I think this one's going to be a similar situation. Yeah, I can see this one hitting this year, but I also would not be surprised if it gets pushed back. If it does hit this year, there are some rumors that evidently people are saying that it could be much more imminent than we're expecting. Some people are saying it could hit as early as the summer, uh, which would really shock me. Yeah. Um, But like, I wouldn't be surprised if we see it in November and I wouldn't be surprised if we see it get pushed. November, Um, October, earliest for me. Yeah. Yeah, if it comes earlier than that, then I'm obviously incredibly excited about that game. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Gotham Knights is one that I... I'm lukewarm on this one, Darren. I don't know how you feel about Gotham Knights. Uh, it's no Bayonetta 3, that's for sure. <laughs> Hogwarts Legacy is evidently apparently supposed to be coming this year as well. We haven't really seen that game proper, but we sh- apparently... Were so- I would also describe this one as morbidly curious. Because I yes. am, I, I am interested, but like, hopes are not a, a very high. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Especially with everything with you know, fucking J.K. Rowling and everything, it's yeah. just is some shit. So, uh, I, I guess we'll see when we see. Uh, Breath of the Wild two, Darren, is that this year? It's still it's still slated as this year. Do you think it hits? No, I don't. I don't know if I bet last year. I feel like maybe I, I for some reason feel like I remember saying that it would come out this year and I was like 100% certain. Mm. I'm changing my mind. I don't think it comes out this year. I think it's being pushed again. Zelda just takes so long. They always delay it so much. Yeah, I would, again, this is another, this one falls into like God of War territory for me where like if it hits this year, I wouldn't be surprised. But if it doesn't, again, 
all right i really do think we're going to see whatever is the next iteration of the switch alongside this game so i feel like the development for this game is kind of twofold a is it going to be is it going to be launching on whatever this new platform supposedly possibly could be and b if it is then if that platform is not ready, do they delay the game alongside it to make sure that it comes out together? Because this, for me, is just such an easy story to be like, Legend, you know, Breath of the Wild 1 came along, came alongside yeah. Switch 1, Breath of the Wild 2 alongside Switch Pro, Switch 2, whatever whatever it could be. Yeah, the, the, and, I, and you know my opinion. I, I, don't, I don't believe that. And I think another reason I don't believe that other than this game being in development, like very soon and switch being still very profitable i don't think they're going to go on to a switch 2 yet but also it's using the same assets and engine from breath of the wild one so i feel like it would be a weird game to showcase the new console because there's nothing new about like the graphics or the engine it, it's like but it would be like using majara's mask to showcase the gamecube like i just i don't see it I don't think this will be their like tent pole look at the graphics on this thing, but I do think that I don't know. I I just have a feeling, Darren. It's just it's just it's. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. We uh, Mario plus Rabbit Spark Sparks of Hope is supposed to be coming this year. I'm excited about that. I like the first one. Uh, it was fun. Marvel's the Midnight Wolf. Suns is another one that I, <laughs> I'm Sorry, really I excited look- about. Midnight Suns. No, I mean I am. Sorry, I didn't. I I cut off because I was going to mention Lord of the Rings Gollum uh because that is a game that was announced like what two years ago or something i guess it's still they're still making a stealth based golem game so look forward to that but yes i am very fucking excited pass. for the sense. yeah look, yeah. yeah no i'm fucking there's nothing about a golem game that could possibly excite me uh I'm very yeah, excited for Midnight Suns. Suns, yeah very excited me too i'm very curious to see more of it again like the fusion of card-based and tactical fights for me is really great. I know a lot of people aren't as excited about that. I personally, this is 100% up my alley. So fuck yes. Uh, organs, please. Is a game Org- game. I love that name. Organs, please. Yes. Hearts, uh, livers, spleens. I'll take them all. Yeah. Uh, Outer Worlds 2 is apparently as it's here. Oxenfree 2, I'm excited about. The first Oxenfree was a fantastic, weird little game. So I'm excited to get back into that world and, and fuck around more in that. Sea of Stars, I'm excited about. You know, the successor to, uh, well, the new game behind the team that did The Messenger. And that game looks just fucking beautiful. I want it. I want it. I want it. I want it. Um, uh- Darren, I know you mentioned before we started recording, I know how stoked you are about Skull and Bones. <laughs> that game's never coming out. If it comes out, they made a mistake. <laughs> Is there one that I missed here that you you were starting to say something? Yeah, there was. A couple. Uh, I just want to shout out A Plague Tale Requiem because A Plague Tale Innocence was a really good game. And uh, that's the one with the rats if you remember correctly. Yeah, I know. Uh, Mm -hmm. I know that's exactly why you didn't want to mention it, but I want to mention it because like, I think that's a really good example of like a double a game. I want to see more double a games. I, 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 yeah, I think there's room for games made on a lower budget, but still like not too low a budget, like an appropriate budget, like how dark souls Mm -hmm. started. Like, so Plague Tale Requiem is something that I think is worth is worth checking out and looking forward to. And also just laughing about uh, Resident Evil RE-verse, which is their uh, multiplayer shooter where you play different characters from the Resident Evil series. Um, 
I just want to laugh about it for a second because that was supposed to come out last year, like very shortly after Resident Evil 8, if I if I remember correctly. And it's still not out. And I think also if that one comes out, they've made a mistake. Please be excited. Um, Splatoon 3, Darren, does that hit this year? Uh, that does. That does. I think there's a much higher chance of Splatoon 3 coming out than Breath of the Wild 2. Uh, that comes okay. out because Nintendo's been like not supporting Splatoon 2 forever, and it always does well. It's crazy big in Japan, and I don't think it's like that hard to make. Like it doesn't seem that hard for Nintendo to make them because they're all mm-hmm. made on like the same engine, like Splatoon 2, just incremental over Splatoon 1, but like still significant enough to exist as a sequel. Splatoon 3 looks to be like the same, but with just a more deeper single player mode so like yeah i don't see how, i don't see that one getting delayed i'd be surprised if that one gets delayed yeah i liked the you know the bit of splatoon 2 that we played i genuinely did enjoy it, but i think it was a lack of single player stuff that kind of like i thought the single player stuff was just all right this is one for me that i'm on, on a wait and see if they sell me on it if they sell me on it if they don't they don't whatever yeah you convinced uh, me Suicide to buy Squad. splatoon 2 and you're like darren play splatoon 2 with me and i bought the game and then you played it with me one time and then never played it again. Mm. Uh, but then I Life ended up happens. putting like 60 hours into it and greatly enjoyed my purchase. There you go. Happy mistakes. Uh, <laughs> Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. I'm more excited about this one than Gotham Knights. Oh, 100%. Um, personally. Yeah. Same. Uh, this looks cool. You know, fighting the Justice League as, as you know, in, with, in the hands of Rocksteady. I'm very curious to see how this is going to shake out more because uh, the game looks cool. And the last gameplay thing that we saw got me more excited. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, Rocksteady has been making this game forever. It better be darn good, but it looks good. So It better be darn good. Uh, I know Destiny would get mad if we didn't shout out Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge, which looks awesome. Looks I thought beautiful. they actually gave uh, a release I, date for that, didn't they? Or is it still unknown? I know they delayed it. Uh, but I guess they... I guess is they there did. an answer for you, Darren? I'd like to know. No, it doesn't look like they've dated it. It does not look like they've dated it, no. Oh, I think man. they just said it's delayed without giving it a date. Darn. Darn, darn, uh, darn. What else is here? Anything else that's jumping out Trash at me? Trash sailors. Ultimate Summer, not just Summer. Unknown mm. Nine Awakening, the Fertile Crescent, uh, Venba. Ah, uh, uh, we are OFK. I'm actually really, really excited about We Are OFK. Uh, it looks like a really weird, interesting game. The last trailer is one of the few video game trailers that actually had me laughing. Um, it, you know, it's like the story of like a band kind of thing. It looks really weird, but really cool. Uh, I'm actually really excited about We Are OFK. I guess that's it. Yeah, I think that's all of it, Darren. I think that's that's, that's kind of all the big, big, small, and everything in between games coming this year, Darren. If if as if everything hits, Darren, this year, if this is if we get God of War, if we get Legend of Zelda, if we get Splatoon, if we get Bayonetta, this could go down as one of the best years of gaming ever. If nothing yeah. gets delayed and everything hits, yeah. and even if a couple things slide, I'm very excited for this year, my friend. Right now, this year, if yeah, like you said, if everything hits, this is going to be... And even if everything doesn't hit, I think this is going to be a better year mm-hmm. for games than 2021. Like, this is 
this is shaping up to be a big year. We knew that 2021 was going to be a year that was full of delays because of COVID. And this is something, this is like all, this is where the 2021 games were supposed to come out. We're getting them in 2022. So 2022 is going to be just filled with joy. It's going to be an absolute roller coaster. Darren, if you had to pick one game, just tell me which which one is the highest on your hype list for this year. If there's L- one game that, regardless of whether we know a date or not, if, there, if you were like, if I could have this game in my hands now, what is the one game? Okay, well, if we're going to go that way, then I have to say Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. 2. Uh, okay. Because I Breath of the Wild 1 was not my favorite Zelda game. But it is, mm-hmm. in my opinion, one of the best open world games ever made. And I don't think many people have done open world better than Breath of the Wild. And you can tell how good it was because a lot of games tried to take, take you know, ideas from it since then. And Breath of the Wild 2, if it improves on the areas I want it to improve, I can see it being my favorite Zelda game of all time. I'm very excited for it. If it's a game that we know is coming out this year, Elden Ring. And I mean, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I think I actually, I agree with you. I think Breath, my opinion of Breath of the Wild soured a little bit more as time went on. Um, but I think, like you said, if they improve upon it and they really build on what the first one was, I think the second one could be something really, really special. Also, obviously excited, um, you know, about God of War on Horizon because I yeah, think it's what- going to be a very interesting battle for Cody. What is your game, Matt? What is your one game you want to play right goddamn now? I think Breath of the Wild 2 is my answer as well, honestly. Like, I'm really, really genuinely curious about it. Yeah, and, like, I have very fond memories of the first one. Like, I like the time that we spent in it, especially because, like, I know Senna's going to be playing it too because she loved the first one. Yeah. It's going to be, like, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for that game and for what that game will bring. And, like, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with it. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, as, as you mentioned, if, if we're talking about games that... Like, we know we have a date that we know is coming. Um, I think for me, it's Horizon. I really do think, like, Forbidden West is going to be a notable step up. And I'm I'm excited to get my hands on it and to dive in because I think, this, I think it could be really, really special. Well, if that's the case, we're both going to have a very good February. We are going to be eaten, my friend. There's going to be lots going on, and I'm going to beat Elden Ring before you just for the sake <laughs> of doing so. Um, but that brings us to the end of the show, my friend. Thank you for going on this walk down the path that is 2022 with me. But before we go, Darren, if people wanted to find more of you, where could they find you? You can find me at birdout underscore Darren on Twitter yeah on burnout underscore darren you can find destiny at dnbc32 on twitter you can find me at burnout underscore matt you can also find me over at you mean capri where i co-host the playstation drive each and every week those episodes go live friday where we talk playstation and nothing but playstation for a whole 40 to 45 minutes every week and please make sure you also go over to youtube.com slash burnout brighter give us those subscribes and if you're on Spotify, please hit us with that five-star rating on Spotify now that that's a thing because Spotify, you can now rate your podcast. If you're on Apple or you have a friend or family member on who's on Apple, hop onto there and throw us a five-star review for that. It makes a big difference for us. We're trying to get those reviews up because it makes a huge difference for us in terms of discoverability. So please, if you have not yet rated us, 
please do so. Throw that, throw those, throw those five stars down. Hit us with some lovely words, and we would appreciate it very, very much. Everyone, thank you for rocking with us. We'll see you next week for Team Burnout. Peace out. Later. Do, 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 do. Oh, and also um, a great way to start the podcast is me saying 